This is an interview with Ciro Mountain on Sunday, March 7, 2021, by Nick Perkel. Now, Ciro, starting things off, what was the very first concert you helped to promote? Um, the very first concert I helped promote was uh, Atropia's very first show, which was, let's say, August, oh no, September 5th. 2008, it was us, uh, Zotropia, this band Visions of, uh, this other band, Ominous Black Cyclone of Spiritual Soundness, and our buddies and Barry we became really, really good friends with. So that was our first big shindig in the basement of our drummer's, uh, drummer's house. <laughs> when did you start doing that on a regular basis? Uh, from pretty much from that show on became a rapid we just started booking as many like i think our next show was that september 30th and then we did another halloween show november 1st and we just kept it we just kept it steamrolling and went about 70 plus shows and you saw us in uh up in poughkeepsie so pretty much as long as uh, pretty much six seven years straight of us just playing shows and member changes and drama and all that but about about six seven years we just constantly booking shows for them and and do whatever I can to try to get them to the next level. Now, thinking back on the past year, can you tell me about some of your favorite highlights from spring 2020 to the present day now, in March? I'd have to say, I mean, since we weren't able to tour and do a lot of stuff, it's been cool to sit at home and watch my three nieces grow up. Like, I have a niece five, uh, four, and two, and being at home and just watching them developing the little young ladies and getting older and, you know, just talking better and their favorite toys and just, just being around and doing that. It's been, it's been cool because, like I said, with the pandemic, we haven't been able to do much shows or anything. It's, it's been more just sitting at home watching YouTube videos. So just, I would say just being able to watch, watch my nieces get big and, and do all that, that's, been, that's pretty much been the highlight. So. Now, after being on the road, what have you noticed has worked for you and what hasn't? For running a tour. Well, with the guys I work for, we we gotta we, we run a pretty much tight shift. Like everyone gets along with each other. There's no egos. We're all pretty. We've all pretty much did the whole local scene. Try to get to where we want to be at. Had had fucking adversity when it came to whatever bands we were working with. And now I think everyone now is on the right page. And I mean, to be honest, everything everything we do is like a well-oiled machine. Like we have our phones, we have you know we do our planet fitness in the morning, in the shower. We're all on the same page when it comes to everything we do. We load in, we load off the stage like a pit crew. Like so, I mean, it hasn't really been much. I, we've pretty much been doing everything the right way, and I haven't really been into too much. I mean, our one tour, our first tour, we had our our, our sleeping situation that was a little rough, but I mean, other than that, I mean, everything we've done has been the work of pretty smooth, we haven't had anything really bumps in the road, like, yeah, we'll have mechanical issues with our band. Other than that, I mean, everything's, everything's been running, running really good, being fans, doing all that kind of stuff, so, it's been cool. Right now, who are you working with? Uh, right now, I'm on the road with uh, Andrew W. Boss. I've been working with those guys for the last four years, and I also work for uh, Alice Cooper's son's band called Co-op. Based out of Phoenix, Arizona, been a for now is and then also manage a rapper out of Phoenix. So, three projects, still with that, and then I'm on my own little local smoke shop. So, just been trying to keep active and not stay stagnant, you know? 
I've noticed a number of cool shows going on in the Dallas, Texas region. What have you noticed about how easy it is to put on shows in the West and the South right now? Well, it's funny you say that because he literally just ripped off uh, four shows in Texas. So yeah, Texas, I mean, I mean, their regulations, they have, uh, I've noticed more Texas-wise when it came to the Midwest, like they're having venues where they have seating up in the front, so it's kind of like you're watching, you're at a, at a movie theater, like they got chairs and all that kind of shit, but they've literally been doing shows since the whole pandemic started, so I guess, I mean, when it comes to, and then if you want to get in, in political, they're more Republican states, so they kind of, they kind of don't give a fuck about what's going on or like I'm gonna stay open and all that so while we were actually in Texas they got an update that they're gonna be getting rid of the mask mandates and everything's gonna be opening up uh, this upcoming Wednesday so seems like Texas well, I've just found out that California's gonna be doing the same California's been locked down for a while they won't go do much of anything so stuff is slowly starting to open back up Jersey right before I left Jersey was a small venue so slowly but surely music's gonna start coming back around I mean, it took about a year, but I mean, it's where we're at now. It's good to see, though. Is the Midwest or the Northeast a more difficult climate to tour in right now? Uh, I would say the Midwest because there's a lot of, like, Jersey in, in our area. I mean, New York has their hills and whatnot, but, like, for the most part, like, it's kind of flat in our area. We don't have too many the same mountains. But when we're going through the Midwest, going in, like, Iowa, going through, like, Wisconsin area and all that, like, that's. And even Denver, even though that's West Coast, but there's a lot of snows. It's really, really slick. There's 18 wheelers everywhere. Like, it's like literally, it's packed. <laughs> like, it's literally just big old trucks everywhere. Icy as hell. Like, we were in Iowa. Iowa, no, it's Kansas. Lebo, Kansas. Lebo, Kansas. We were, it was negative 15 degree weather to the point where our gasoline gelled up. Our bus was not moving yet. We got stuck in Lebo, Kansas, little town. Like, oh, I think that you guys. They knew exactly what it was. Like, you guys got jailed up. It's just uh, trying to play back on the road. So, but I would say the Midwest definitely takes a toll on your vehicle more because in Jersey you're not gonna you're not experiencing negative 20 degree weather. Like we were in we were in Wichita and it was literally negative 20 degrees. I've never been that cold in my entire life. Like every bone in my body was frozen. Like oh my god, John, gas station and like go get food or whatnot. It was, it was brutal, man. It was insane. <laughs> With the number of newspapers and alt-weeklies shutting down print operations last year, what have you relied on for tour promotion in different markets? On Instagram and Facebook, they're letting you know, you know, they're doing their event pages, they're sharing flyers, they're, they're at least trying to give you an update. Not only that, I follow any venue we're going to play. I normally follow the venue page, so I'll see what they're posting. I'll go on there. Like, going, like last year, during the pandemic, we were talking about on our big run. I kept looking at all the events, making sure they were going to happen posting in the comments and it's basically you just gotta dig and see what more hit up a hit up a venue yourself on Facebook like, hey, is that show gonna happen or whatnot. That's I've basically relying on Facebook and Instagram to uh, pretty much see what's gonna happen show wise. And whatever what what other people are sharing. Musicians are sharing posts about when the stuff's gonna happen, when's gonna open up, or next time they're gonna upload or anything that's gonna be scheduled for a while. So basically it's gonna make help with that because the news aren't the news, it's gotta let it go, you know? <laughs> now, how has keeping your vehicle and property safe changed in the COVID age? Pretty much we have, with everything, I mean, I, my house was, I moved the stuff right up the plane while I was on tour, but 
our old house, I mean, with our, with my nieces and everybody, we kind of, we did what we had to do. We had, you know, we had hand sanitizers. And, I mean, it was, it was a little weird, like, not being able to, you know, interact with the family as much at first. But then once started, once, you know, once the, uh, the vaccine and the case, we could let up a little bit more. But you just never know what the hell, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, my mom's a little older. I tour a lot. My sister's working. My sister works at the grocery store. We're all in and out of this. I'm running into people. My sister, my niece, go to school Monday and Tuesday. So, like, everyone's interacting. My, uh, my sister's boyfriend works at a hospital. You know what I mean? So, like, we're, we're in contact with people, but we stay to ourselves. You know what I mean? We're not, not all jumping on each other's faces. Proper. We all, except with hand sanitizers, disinfectant wipes. Like, trying to do pretty much whatever we can to try to avoid getting sick. But if it's going to happen at this point, it is going to happen, man. You know? What advice would you have for bands preparing to tour in summer or fall later this year? Summertime? Uh, summertime, I'm going to go with definitely make sure you're, you're going to go out on the road. Most bands really do this. Have a plan of fitness membership. Black, the black card, because that's going to give you access to every plan of fitness in America. So we're 24 hours extra to shower, 23 bucks to shower for the entire month, and I'd have to the pilot charge you 12 bucks to shower every time. Do that, definitely get a plan of fitness membership. It's going to be hot. It's going on in the summer. You're going to be running into humidity. You're going to be tanking, pumping. So showering definitely may make you happy. You know what I mean? If you're all sitting there feeling like ass is all sweaty and smelly, hop in that shower, come back out, you feel like a brand new man. As far as fall, as far as fall, definitely bring sweatpants, hoodies, and all that kind of shit because it is going to get cold. <laughs> like, it gets fucking, it gets real busy. But, that's part about all this that we're talking about. I keep seeing different states open up, different promoters saying, hey, you look like we're just stuff is going to be a go. This all my taxes. People um, like AGE, man, I'm in school, they just posted a status that we vowed the tour by the end of 2020. If the pool stuff up, you know, rapidly get back into the stadium, like people just get back to living home. Last year, man, it was just all people scared and people just not able to make their life. Playing yourself, you just get the house doing absolutely nothing. You know what I mean? It's like, what the hell? What would you say is your most cherished musical possession? I would have to say, we'll say all the lanyards that I uh, that I've gotten over the years. That, and I would say probably my first Metropolis shirt that we actually put Definitely my last one. A lot of years of shows and festivals, memories, friends that I've met over the years. That's, I would definitely say. I'm not a musician myself. Set up stuff, books, all that. I would say my landmark. A lot of a lot of good photos that I have over the years. What are your three favorite albums? I saw that question and I was like, man, I don't know how I'm going to answer this. I'm such a juke. I honestly can't even answer that, man. I listen to every, I mean, any music. I just literally like a jukebox. Like, whatever catches my ear, it is. Let it, let it swing, man, whether it's Spanish, flat, rock, metal. There's times I'll be, I'll, I'll, I'll be watching TV and I'll hear a commercial. The song is that, and I'll sit there and like, look up the YouTube, on YouTube and be like, Daiko, such a such commercial song. And I try to fucking go in the comments and figure out what song it is. When it comes to music, I, I don't really have a favorite artist or album. I just love music. And, you know, even if it's artists I don't like, I'll try to 
browse through the CD and maybe pick up a song or two that I hear and I had I'll play. That one was a little that was a little hard to answer. <laughs> yeah. Favorite urban legend or ghost story from New Jersey. Oh man. When it comes to Jersey we got the we got the Jersey Devil and then we also got there's a little town uh, called Akko and apparently there's the Akko so Apparently, if you go down there and drive near the woods or appear in the road and all that kind of crazy stuff, so it's been the echo ghost of the devil cheap problem that we get all the time. And that, and it's not a legend, but if it's Jersey and you're Italian, you're automatically the mafia. <laughs> would you like to go back to any questions? <clears throat> Now, nah, man, I think that was a that was a solid solid run through. I think we covered all the basics, and all that other all that other good stuff like we normally do. It's our third interview, so you know how we do. Now, final words. Well, final words. I'd like to say, thanks for all our favorite bands to go back out there and play just music. Just everyone just gets to go back to regular life. Well, Using the parks, looking back up, even going on vacation, having fun, and like last year, so like, it almost like it's just happening. You know what I mean? It's about, it went by so fast, but during that whole stretch of us dealing with it, it went by slow, and now to look back, it's like, alright, we did that. <laughs> but yeah, man, fucking, when I get back to the area, I definitely uh, like to do a follow-up of how the tour went and how we what we experienced on the road. Like right now, I mean, as far as the tour, actually, I'll bring that up right now. We've been we've been on the road for the last three weeks. Out here doing our own, pretty much our own tour with us and our buddies that swing at the side from Houston, Texas, and it's been really really cool. Like small, small, it's been an intimate, limited crowd, but it's it's awesome to be able to get 30 to 40 people come out and actually fucking. You know what I mean? Like, it's fucking dope. Like, I didn't think anybody would come see us. You know what I mean? Like, it's, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Like, like, like I was the last interview I did with you, I was talking to you, and I was like, man, everyone in the comments from Clapham Mouth and all these comments, they don't even seem like they want to go to shows. And the amount of people we've gotten from our Midwest fans is like, super, super awesome, man. Like, we've been able to link with a lot of our fans. We met a lot of new promoters. Ooh, I met a lot of new promoters on this uh, tour, so it's been, it's been a fun ride, and hopefully. We can announce some more tours in May and keep it going. Thank you very much. Now, this has been an interview with Zero Mountain on Sunday, March 7th, 2021, by Nick Perkel.